Hey, good morning to you. I uh, hope you're having a good day. It's uh, Wednesday, hump day, if, if you're one of those people that works Monday through Friday, like most of us do not. But yeah, hump day, Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Hey, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate you that one or two people listening. I have no idea how many people are listening, but uh, I, I can't imagine it's that many. Uh, tell your friends to Google me. Check me out. Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google. And I'll show up right at the top of the list. Thanks for coming. Appreciate you. Bring someone along with you tomorrow. If they stay, you know, cool. Hey, you know what? I think the FBI might have stopped listening to me. So maybe you could tell them, hey, watch this guy. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> excuse me. The Biden administration has reportedly informed Congress that it is planning to advance a $23.4 billion sale of weaponry to the United Arab Emirates that was uh, uh, inked under the uh, former President Trump, uh, a move anti-war critics denounced as a betrayal of Biden's recent pledge to end U.S. support for the offensive operations in Yemen. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, UAE is one of the major members of the Saudi-led coalition that's been bombing and strangling Yemen since 2015. There, uh, I, I mean, the human rights abuses going on there is horrible. Uh, UAE is set to receive uh, 50 uh, F-35 fighter jets, more than a dozen armed drones, and billions of dollars worth of uh, munitions uh, from the U.S. if the deal receives uh, final approval. Uh, I, I don't understand this. I, I, are we a country that stops human rights abuses, or are we this? I mean, we should not be giving money to the UAE, who claims to be a modern country and a kind country, and, and they're always advertising, hey, come visit us at UAE. Uh, but, you know, come on. Uh, during the first week in the White House, Biden imposed a temporary freeze on arms sales to the UAE and said it would more closely examine the deal. Apparently, they didn't really examine it. They just said, oh, we're going to hold off for a couple of minutes. Uh, the deal will uh, likely take years to complete, uh, but anti-war activists warned that the UAE agreement would put more high-tech weaponry under the control of a country that has shown complete disregard for human rights in Yemen and elsewhere. Um, anyway, now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Um, Biden plans to withdraw all troops from Af Afghanistan by September 11th. That will mark 20 years, 20 years, almost 20 years, 20 years since the attack. But uh, I guess, what, 19 and a half years of war? Uh, September 11th is supposed to hold a special meaning. But uh, yeah, we should uh, 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 withdraw troops from Afghanistan September 11th uh, this year, a move that is accompanied uh, by an end to U.S.-led airstrikes uh, and would end the longest war in American history. Uh, not including the war on drugs, <laughs> right? Uh, Biden's decision expected to be announced uh, this week means the U.S. will miss the May 1st withdrawal deadline set by Trump 
during peace negotiations with the Taliban last year, but will finally end a nearly 20-year war that has killed tens of thousands of Afghan civilians and near uh, and uh, around 3,500 uh, coalition troops. Uh, the Taliban has not really been... There's been more than 3,500 coalition troops killed since since the beginning of this war? Come on. Really? No, it's way more than that. I remember it was when I was investigating back in 2006, it was it was like uh, the number was more than 3,500 back then. So I don't know what they what they're talking about. Um, the Taliban has not really been keeping up with the uh, deal. So Biden also doesn't really need to follow the deal anyway. You know, the Trump deal. Uh, the Taliban seems to have no clear leader. So it's hard for them to do what they promised. Uh, the Taliban has has been violating the deal left and right. So, um, moving on, the Chauvin uh, defense uh, called Barry Broad, a former Santa Rosa, California officer who stoutly defended, uh, you know, Chauvin's actions. I, you know, Santa Rosa is not really uh, a, a, a an area consisting of a lot of people of color. I just want to point that out. Um, first of all, just looking at this guy, Barry Broad, B-R-O-D-D, just looking at him hurts the Chauvin defense. This guy is so white, white face, white hair, literally looked like he's never seen the sun because he would turn beet red if he did. But let's add that Spock mirror, mirror beard. You know, the, the the episode Mirror, Mirror, where there was a parallel universe and a parallel Spock with a beard. <laughs> but this guy's beard is is not like Spock. It's, it's, it's also pure white. You look at this guy and automatically think KKK, you know? <laughs> you picture him wearing a sheet. Um, anyway, uh, uh, and he'd, he would disappear in that sheet, for sure. Uh, Steve uh, uh, Sleicher used his cross-examination to once again painstakingly uh, painstakingly go through video clips of Floyd uh, Pinbini Chauvin, Chauvin uh, gasping that he couldn't breathe uh, and, and then still going, you know. Uh, uh, Sleicher uh, pressed the witness on whether Chauvin's actions were reasonable. Uh, Broad argued that Floyd kept on struggling and he suggested that if Floyd was being compliant, he would have had both hands in the small of his back and uh, just be resting comfortably. Comfortably. Three men kneeling on, three men kneeling on you and, oh, yeah, he should just relax, you know, let the air completely out, just relax and exhale and Oh, it's so comfortable down there on the on the uh, um, asphalt, the hot asphalt. Um, Slighter asked, "Did you did you say resting comfortably?" Broad said, uh, "Or laying comfortably?" Uh, and Slighter, uh, "Resting comfortably on the pavement." <laughs> and Broad said, "Yes." Uh, Sleicher went on to say that Floyd was moving, but it was because he was struggling to breathe. I, I mean, come on. I, I, have you ever been, I've been handcuffed. I cannot 
put my wrists in the small of my back. It's extremely painful and very uncomfortable. It's because of uh, uh, my shoulder injury. I would have been off to the side too. I could not keep my handcuffs in this in the small of my back. He wasn't resisting. If you're ever hunt handcuffed and if you're just being held down by your ankles, you can't get up. It's nearly impossible to get up. Are you out of your mind? Anyway, I'm sh- I'm sure the defense will call a lot more extremely white uh, uh, witnesses. <laughs> I, I, you guys look at a picture of this guy. Go online, look at a picture of this guy. Uh, what's his name again? Broad, Barry Broad, B-R-O-D-D. Look at a picture of this guy. This guy is as white as white can be. He, he couldn't get any whiter. <laughs> um, a Joel Greenberg. You know he's the he's that uh, uh, that guy in the ongoing investigation into Florida Florida Republican uh, Representative Matt G- Gates. Uh, anyway, uh, Greenberg has been providing investigators with information since last year, including information about encounters he and the uh, uh, the Republican Florida Republican had with women who were given cash or gifts in exchange for sex. Oh man. This has been going on for a while, so you know, you know the crap's going to hit the fan. Uh, Greenberg has met several times with investigators. Uh, Gates has uh, denied many of the allegations of wrongdoing, including paying for sex. No, he paid Greenberg, who then paid for sex. He didn't pay directly for sex. Uh, Greenberg's cooperation with the Justice Department, first reported by the New York Times, uh, could put additional uh, legal pressure on Gates as investigators uh, work to determine whether he broke sex trafficking or prostitution laws himself. I, you know, honestly, prostitution should be legal. I don't care. You know, it's it's not my body. I shouldn't be allowed to decide if... if uh, um, and, and as far as sex trafficking, if the women... Were, were paid and they volunteered to go along with them. I, I don't think that's trafficking. Trafficking, uh, uh, I mean, you can call it that, but trafficking it should be more used for people who've been kidnapped and, you know, trafficked, that kind of thing. Uh, CNN reported new t- details this morning about uh, parties attended by Greenberg and Gates as recounted by two women who attended the gatherings. Uh, the be- behavior of Gates and other high-powered men at the events, and I'm looking forward to finding out who these other high-powered men are uh, uh, at the events, and a pattern of digital payments that followed will likely be items of interest to the Justice Department as part of the probe of Gates that includes allegations of se- sex trafficking and prostitution, and, of course, sex with a 17-year-old. Uh, Greenberg uh, started speaking with investigators when he realized it was his only past path uh, to leniency in the face of considerable uh, evidence against him. Um, federal investigators are examining allegations that Gates had sex with an underage girl who was 17 at the time and with women who were provided drugs and money in violation of sex trafficking and prostitution laws. Now, if she was 17, that would be in, in uh, uh, trafficking if she was underage. 
Uh, federal investigators are also seeking to determine whether uh, Gates was provided with. I mean, even if she, even if she volunteered to go along, hey, hey, give me some money, I'll come. It doesn't matter. She's 17. She can't decide that. Uh, federal investigators are also seeking to determine whether Gates was uh, provided with travel and women in exchange for political favors as part of a uh, broader probe. Oh, man. It's not looking good for the Republican Party or Gates. And Ga- Gates was supposed to be the future of the Republican Party because he, he has that Kennedy look, that the, the, the good looks that mo- most, uh, you know, um, I guess white supremacist or uh, that really cute boy look, I suppose, that, that most uh, serial killers have. That's what I was looking for. Uh, Arkansas legisla- uh, legislators yesterday approved changes to the state election laws including restrictions outside polling places and on absentee ballots uh, that opponents said would uh, disproportionately harm voters of color uh, in the state. Of course, that's what it's all about. Stop the blacks from voting. Um, A bill approved by the House on a 74-23 vote prohibits someone being within 100 feet of the primary exterior entrance of a polling site while voting is taking place place unless they are entering or leaving the building for lawful purposes. Uh, The bill now heads to the Republican uh, Asa Hutchinson's desk. This is going to be challenged, of course. Uh, A sponsor of the bill said it was in response to complaints from voters about groups handing out water, sandwiches, or other items outside polling sites. There's already existing law that prohibits uh, candidates from campaigning within that area. Or, or having people do it for them. So just handing out food or water is not illegal. It can't be made illegal. That's a bad precedent. You can't do that. Opponents said the restriction would go well beyond addressing electioneering by banning people without any connection to a campaign from offering water to voters who are waiting outside polling places. Of course it's going to be challenging, and it has to be challenged. Um, another bill lawmakers sent to the governor, uh, the Senate approved on a 27 to 8 vote, uh, also would ban distribution of unsolicited absentee ball- ballot applications to voters by designated election officials and would make the possession of more than four absentee ballots by one person a rebuttable presumption of intent to defraud. So they also want to stop. Uh, uh, this is basically, hey, uh, those people on the street that say, hey, have you registered to vote? Fill this out. This is basically stopping people from uh, 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 not just registering for vote uh, to vote, but this is basically stopping uh, the government from sending out absentee ba- ballots uh, uh, to people who are registered so they can vote. I mean... I, personally, I think it's wrong. And a lot of people can't drive to the polling places. I think it's a good idea, especially during this COVID thing. Okay? And there, there's this COVID thing is going to be going on a lot longer than... than uh, for, uh, uh, it's going to be going on through the next election, in other words. The United States and NATO yesterday expressed strong support for Ukraine and warned Russia against pressing ahead with a major troop buildup along the former Soviet Republic's eastern uh, border. Uh, In separate meetings with uh, Ukraine Foreign Minister, uh, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and NATO Chief Jens uh, Stoltenberg, 
expressed serious concern about Russia's deployed the uh, 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 deploying the largest concentration of troops near the Ukraine border since 2014. Uh, Blinken accused Russia of taking very provocative actions that have alarmed, you know, Ukraine and, uh, of course, everyone else. Uh, Stoltenberg, meanwhile, called the Russian movements unjustified, uh, unexplained, and deeply concerning. And I am deeply concerned, too. Uh, Ukrainian Foreign Minister uh, Dmitry Kuliba said Kiev welcomed the support and uh, and urged uh, Western countries to make clear to Moscow that it would pay a price for its aggression. Uh, Blinken told uh, Kuliba at the start of their meeting at the residence of the U.S. ambassador to Belgium, the U.S. stands firmly behind the sovereignty and the territorial, territorial integrity of Ukraine. That's particularly important at a time when we're seeing, unfortunately, Russia take very provocative actions when it comes to Ukraine. That was everything that he said. Um, I'm sure he said more. Uh, Kaliba uh, uh, replied that y- Ukraine was grateful for the support of the U.S. and NATO and alliance that Kiev is looking to join over fierce Russian objections. They, they want to join NATO. In other words, Ukraine does. They want to join NATO. And once they join NATO, Russia loses. They don't get nothing. I mean, they, they can't they can't get Ukraine back. Uh, it, um, uh, Kaliba said, In this struggle, the support of the United States is absolutely crucial and deeply appreciated. Uh, he called the Russian troops uh, uh, buildup uh, aggressive and asked the U.S. and others to make it very clear to Russia that the price of its aggression against Ukraine will be too heavy for Russia to bear. Uh, earlier at news, uh, a news conference with uh, Kaliba at uh, NATO headquarters, Stoltenberg said the alliance was united in its unwavering support for Ukraine. Uh, NATO stands with Ukraine, he said. Russia must end this military buildup in and around Ukraine, stop its provocations, and de-escalate immediately. Uh, Ukraine has said Russia has accumulated 41,000 troops at its border with uh, eastern Ukraine and 42,000 more in uh, Crimea. Uh, The numbers are likely to grow as the troops keep arriving. Uh, The Kremlin has maintained that uh, Russia is free to deploy its troops wherever it wants on its territory and has repeatedly accused the Ukrainian military of provocative actions along the line of control and of planning to retake control of the rebel uh, regions by force. It's their land! Why wouldn't they take it back? I mean, seriously. Uh, Kremlin officials charged that Kiev actions have threatened Russia's security, warning that Russia may intervene to protect Russian speakers in the east. It's you're 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 saying that you can go over the border and protect people? No, you can't. Uh, moving on, Bernie Madoff. There's a name I haven't heard in a while. Uh, Bernie Madoff has died in prison. He was uh, 82 years old. Uh, if you remember, Bernie Madoff made off with a lot of people's money. <laughs> he was uh, the confessed uh, operator of the largest Ponzi scheme in world history and the largest financial fraud in U.S. history. 
Uh, prosecutors estimated the fraud to be worth $64.8 billion based on the amounts in the, uh, uh, in the accounts of Madoff's 4,800 clients as of November 30th, 2008. On March 12, 2009, Madoff ple- uh, uh, pled guilty to 11 federal fe- felonies and admitted to turning his wealth management business into a massive Ponzi scheme. Uh, the Madoff investment scandal defrauded thousands of investors of billions of dollars. Madoff said that he, he began the Ponzi scheme in the early 1990s, but uh, federal investigators, uh, investigators believe that the fraud began as early as the mid-1980s and may have begun as far back as the 70s. Uh, those charged with recovering the missing money believe that the investment operations may never have been legitimate. Um, and, you know, that... that says 64.8 billion can we just round it up to 65 billion uh that 65 billion uh, amount uh, uh of the fraud includes fabricated gains so he may have only taken i don't know 50 billion but he told people that they have been making this much money and this much money uh so the amount of money that he said that they made that they didn't actually make is included in the amount of $64.8 billion. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for coming today, man. I do appreciate you. Um, it's Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. Uh, under 22 minutes today. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I really appreciate you. Bring someone with you tomorrow if you can. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.